Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, on my side of the table this week. Yep, switching things up. That's right, Shell. You doing all right? Doing great. I it's see. been a crazy busy week, but yeah. Yeah, they're always that way, man. I love <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. If it wasn't crazy and busy, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> We'd have more time to do multiple podcasts. <laughs> so we got Mark Williams here with us today from Swine Life Barbecue. Mark, how are you, man? Another day in paradise. That's right. We've had a, uh, been rocking and rolling on the wholesale side of been things. Been busy. Very doing busy. Doing out the smoke videos, doing Swine Life videos. Learning how to do TikTok. Getting ready I mean, to do some contest cooking. Right? Yeah. Doing got a, TikToks. Got a practice coming up. I like that tater TikTok you did. Yeah, tater was good. Yep. Speaking of TikTok, we got TikTok Tyler on the board. <laughs> Tyler, how's your week going, man? Man, it's good. Y'all are keeping me busy. Camp week wrap it up for you, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. The wife, the wife and, and two kids are were gone for majority of this week. Yep. We had a great time. Great time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when you get some camp week time. That's right. <laughs> Finish it out with That just means no kids time. You can sleep as late as you want, stay up as late as you want. Heck yeah. Have some extra beers. <laughs> too, ma- too many beers too some many. nights. <laughs> Shell, what do we got going on today on the podcast? Do you have an agenda? Uh, Yeah, I always have an agenda. Uh, The first thing I wanted to talk about is the Palmer Home. We are still raising, we're about halfway there halfway for there. our goal, and which is we're about halfway through our uh our uh, fundraiser. Um, we do have I have a leaderboard for you. You're always asking about a leaderboard. So we've okay. got Matt Bailey, Keith Lowe, Greg Rimpy. They are all qualified and in the running. Oh right, Greg, Greg's class. coming. I told him he's done, <laughs> yeah, he's done a good job promoting. He's coming. <laughs> he's gonna be my at least my plus one probably. So we've got two more spots. Or do you know if either BOT. one of those guys are Greg's guy? Like he, it was one. Of, it was a listener on his podcast that ponied up. Yeah, I don't know. I'll don't have know to go what back the name and look. Was. Yeah, I That's do awesome. have that somewhere in my emails, and I could get that. But yeah, yeah, cool. Well, but uh, anyway. we appreciate everybody that's that's helping us raise money for the Palmer Home. It's going to a good cause, feeding the whole family for a year, and we still got some time. Uh, you know, we're halfway, like Shell said, and we're going to keep on doing what we do. Actually, some of the uh, some of the proceeds this weekend coming up. Wiener Fest here in Hernando, four ninety six Whitfield Road. You really announced that Wiener just then. Wiener, <laughs> it's Hot Dog Fest. We're gonna have, but Wiener know, Fest is funnier. Do you want? Do you want? Do we? We've already told everybody what we're doing for Wiener Fest, right? Yes, but we um, we were a little worried the start of this week because we only had one entry in our hot dog eating contest, and it was Tyler. <laughs> but over the past, I was about to step in. Yeah, over the past twelve hours or so, we've had a uh, three. Certified eaters. We got some heavyweights coming in. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> come in to see up. the shop. Those like we're here to sign up. <laughs> they brought the applications and everything. This is my t-shirt size. Yeah, it's a barbecue extra large. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler's got some, Tyler gets your work cut out for yeah. you. They, these guys have said they have competed before in a contest. It was a watermelon eating contest in Texas. I want to remind y'all that uh, the winner of one of the Memphis and May rib eating contests was a Grizzlies cheerleader. So yeah, we may have a surprise cheerleader pop in and just wipe y'all out. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Mikey to give him a call. He's still got the contact number for the Grizz girls. He sure does. It's off season. They could put some dogs down. <laughs> so we have ordered a thousand hot dogs. <laughs> And we don't know, so we don't know. Yeah, we don't know how many it's going to take to fill up the BFO, but we we are doing the 
Mark's but, in charge of that one. Yeah. Do you have just a ball, ballpark? I'm thinking we can get six, seven hundred, right? So, I'm not letting no yeah, info out. Yeah, I don't can, know. Yeah, it might take a thousand. We may have to run to Kroger and wipe them out of hot dogs. <laughs> All I can say is this going to be the most hot dogs I've ever seen on one single grill. Yeah, that's what we want to achieve. I wonder, can, can we contact? Uh, How many fit on the Oshawa Wiener Mobile? Do they have like a big grill on that thing, or do y'all know? Probably not that big. It can't be that big. We got to contact Guinness. Now, Johnsonville, have y'all ever seen the Johnsonville oh, yeah, wagon? Yeah. They've got an 18-wheeler that's all grill. We'll just have to beat it next year. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get like a double BF? Maybe we'll do a brat fest, sausage fest. Anything think. goes. If we do that, we can do sausage fest next year. <laughs> be brat, summer sausage. <laughs> you can do it all. It. Anything yeah. sausage. We'll Food and. Yeah. Heck yeah. I didn't think about that. But we're sausage doing fest. a how many dogs on the... Big outlaw You're, contest. We're going to go run that for one hour? Yeah. And everybody's going to get to kind of pass through. Mark's going to give them a quick glimpse. You write you write your name, your number, and your number of dogs you think's on it down. And then I'm going to try to get artistic with Monday, the dog placement. Gonna, yeah. yeah. To keep it. We're gonna look it's at, not going to be symmetrical. They're all not going to be in a line. You're not going to be able to calculate. No. You're not going to be able to take a picture. No pictures. No so, double stacking, though. Yeah. Y'all are so worried about someone cheating on this. <laughs> I would cheat. Like, if I was like, oh, I got this. We run a legitimate contest. If I put my name on it, it's going to be legitimate. <laughs> I just think the effort we're putting in to keep people this from cheating. This ain't no jelly bean contest where it's you're just not a jar. You're guessing <laughs> up a mason yeah, jar. Yeah. This is they? a real deal hot American hot dog. Guessing contest. What do they win? A hundred dollar gift card. I was about to say, I didn't even yeah. know. To the yeah. shop, yeah. You get a hundred dollar gift card to the shop. Probably. This is a big deal, then. Yes. Yeah. This and is like the most important thing come to Hernando all year. <laughs> <laughs> but we not only, so not only are we having a hot dog eating contest. Mm-hmm. Winner of that, if you still want to get in, we got some spots. I think we're going to cap it about 10. Yeah. But we're giving away a hundred dollar gift card to the shop on that one. Uh, the parish, uh, Chef Tim over at the parish, has donated $100 to the brand-new seafood joint in town. That's worth it. And that yeah. is worth it alone because he is putting out, man, that redfish over there is so good. The oysters have been jammed up, crawfish bread. You name it, the parish has it. It is delicious. Hottest restaurant in town. My wife hadn't been cheering me on for this contest till we announced that gift. Oh, really? Oh, really? So now it's a big deal to her. <laughs> so we're doing the hot dog eating contest. We're doing the wiener guessing contest on the grill. And we're going to do, we're trying to put together some footage for a TikTok video. And if anybody's seen TikTok, they've probably seen these. We're going to be at some family's function or something. It's usually out, out back and they're throwing hot dogs at people and they're trying to catch them. In their mouth. We're going to do that. <laughs> Try to catch them in your mouth. So we got the idea. We're going to get a kiddie oh, pool, just a regular old kiddie pool, a cheap plastic one, put a chair in it. Tyler's going to film it, and we're going to throw hot dogs at people, right? And hey, you got to catch yeah. one. If what you, do you get if you catch a hot dog? If you we got get a, a prize? little prize pack. Yeah, it's like okay. a how to barbecue right bag with some stickers and swag bag. Swag, swag so what bag. if you get somebody up here that's like their team, like their partner's the tosser? <laughs> oh my no, 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 no. We're going to be tossing them. Tyler, I has mean, to people practice this, no doubt. You think. Catching hot dogs? To yeah. win a sticker. You never know. You so never know. So is it going to be uh, like, we had to decide, are we going to use cooked dogs or raw dogs for that? I think it's raw dogs, I man. Think raw, dogs. raw dogs. You can't raw dog it. Raw dog it. <laughs> you got to cook them. Do you want a cooked dog? Well, cooked and cooled dog. I still, so. I think it'd be more floppy cooked. You think so? And you want it to be kind of like, ooh, you know, as yeah. it travels. I thought it might break more because you've done. You think of, we need to practice? We need to go cook some dogs. All right, I'll dogs. pitch them. We'll get you in the kiddie pool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do a chair. The kiddie pool is just to try to keep the dogs from 
being all over the parking lot. To me, it just gives it a designated area that this is. If the anybody has area. a dog that's great at catching stuff, I would like to get one clip of a dog actually catching a hot dog because I've seen those TikToks and it's always usually that's the only person that's hurt, <laughs> only being that's able to, that's able to catch one. It's very rare that you see somebody in those videos catch one. When they do, it's usually straight down the throat. And I can't imagine. The next scene's what I want to see. Yeah, do, we have to, do we have to do a release on this? And do we line up a paramedic? To go? Paramedic on site. Because <laughs> we might have we're not one of them chokers. Have y'all seen them things? I get them on Facebook all the time. It's this new anti-choking device where you put it on somebody's mouth and it like you hit it or something. And it sucks everything back out. Oh, really? It's supposed to be like life saving. Yeah, life saving. My wife doesn't have this for the kids yet. Yeah, you haven't yeah. seen it. It sounds like something like next time I see it pop up, I'll screenshot it and send it to you. Um, we're also going to have a sidewalk art contest for the kids. Yep. Every kid wins. We're encouraging them to draw something um, patriotic. Patriotic. Yeah. yeah. Or hot dogish. <laughs> if you can draw a hot dog man holding American flag, you probably don't win. get no better than <laughs> that. Get no better now. <laughs> Every kid's going to win. Yeah. So. American Eagle with some hot dogs in the talons. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a tattoo right there. <laughs> Anybody has that too? Show up and get a free T-shirt. <laughs> oh, we're uh, we're doing uh, uh, and apple, tons of free dogs and apple cobbler and apple apple cobbler because nothing's more American than hot dog and apple cobbler, right? I could go with that. And we're gonna have a, a Italian ice guy here. Uh, he's gonna be, I guess, selling Italian ice. Which if you've never had Italian ice, it's awesome. I saw a TikTok of that earlier, man. They were taking it, putting it in a cup, and then spiking it, like sticking a bottle of crown apple in it ooh. and letting it fill up and melt that Italian ice. I said, ooh, might be a TikTok Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the little airplane-style bottle, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Shell, have Looked you got good. the designated mayonnaise eater area figured out yet? I did buy a, like a industrial-sized box of mayonnaise packets because <laughs> so they don't a- have it in the pump. Like we have the giant, you know, mustard in the pump, the giant, giant ketchup. You're not thinking about it. I don't know if it'll put on the extra thick if you pump the extra thick through it, but it'd probably do. You can it was like two jug, gallon jugs or whatever. I'm yeah. sure they have some kind of pump for that. You bought some, didn't you? Some yeah, pump. but they go on the mayonnaise and ketchup holders. They're, oh, they're specially made. It's for, not a round yeah. one. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. if you've ever like gone to buy a hot dog at a fair or something, they typically have a little booth, you know, with that stuff on it. Nobody thinks of us mayonnaise folk. No, <laughs> we're used stuck to with it. the packets. Do you are you mayonnaise on dog too? Oh yeah, really? all day. Yeah, I, like I had somebody comment on one of the videos that said mayonnaise is not supposed to be on a cheeseburger, and I was like, "What? Now mayonnaise <laughs> goes on a cheeseburger?" I was like, "Man, are you even like where are you from?" Yeah, yeah. you turn them on to put the mayonnaise in the yeah, meat. Yeah, we're gonna double dose. Yeah. Oh, I like that recipe. That was a good idea. You called it a uh, redneck wagyu, Mississippi wagyu. That's Mississippi. you know, did you do uh Mayonnaise on the bur- mayonnaise in the meat, mayonnaise on the burger, mayonnaise on the bun that you toast. Have you ever done that? Like oh, yeah. Spread mayo on it instead of butter. Oh, it toasted up great. I like the grilled cheese and mayonnaise. Use it as instead of butter. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a little bit richer, you know. Yeah. Good mayonnaise like Blue Plate or Dukes tastes really good. Yeah. Oh, that was a conversation we spent five minutes on the island Kroger. Like, do we get Dukes or do we get Blue Plate? <laughs> What'd you do? Emily's like, I like Dukes because I do like a little bit more vinegary. Yeah. So we, so want we want Dukes. Dukes. We want Dukes. It's all personal. I'm going to tell the blue plate folks, aren't you? <laughs> and right now, the old mayonnaise or whatever that stuff is, uh, like it is hitting. The Mexican is, mayonnaise? Yes. It's so good. It's got good. the little lime. It's very thick, thick and creamy, yeah. and it's good. I don't like it on a sandwich, man. Lime don't go on like a... I don't taste the lime, sandwich. though. I don't either. I do. You do? It's yeah. subtle, but I can taste yeah. it, too. Yeah. 
Um, this past weekend, we hosted a comedy show. We something did. we've never done before. Who would have thought? Yeah. Meet Dave was his name. Dave yeah. Williamson, comedian. You can check him out on YouTube. Uh, is it Dave Williamson Comedy? Yeah, Dave Williamson so. Comedy. Yeah. Meet Dave's, I think, um, his uh, YouTube. And then Instagram is Dave W. Comedy. And he's got the Meet Dave podcast. He's pretty hilarious. He yeah, is. He was. We've got some of his seasoning. If, uh, he, so how how we ended up with this, Mark, you actually met him. Did he contact you? So I met him through Bear Mountain Pellets. Okay. Uh, back first part of the year, I guess it was right before Super Bowl, he was going to do like a live like pregame to the Super Bowl, like actually filming recipes with a couple pitmasters. And I was supposed to be on there, but we had something come up, so I wasn't able to make it. So we kept in contact, and then he reached out and said, hey, we're going to do this little – comedy barbecue tour are you interested and that's when i was like well i'd love to do it i was like but we got the perfect place and so that's when i reached out to y'all and it kind of grew from there like it turned out to be way more than i thought it would like it was it was really really good so so what dave did he went on a tour like he he spun that hole off and he like lives in la he got it he's got a little pull behind trailer he had uh, two camera people that was doing all the recording and he went on the road. Well, he's been gone for a month and a half, month and six a half. weeks, yeah. and just hit started hitting barbecue places. Most of them are restaurants, but he would go and he would do a show and hang out with the owners and kind of get to know them and just you know building on his knowledge of barbecue. What he was gathering, you know, from those um, pitmasters at the restaurants and then talking. And he always did a Q and A at the end of his show. So his show, what was his show? About an hour. He had sixty minutes probably. He did. I think it was more like forty five, and then he tested out some new material. Yeah, that was pretty cool there, because yeah. most you know most of those comedians are working on their on their bit, yeah. you know, to go that they're going to take back and go to L A. and go to the comedy shows and do you know some of them are even working for special, specials or yeah. whatever, but they work on new material if the audience is right. So he did you notice like at, towards the end he pulled out a piece of paper and then I guess that's where he had his ideas wrote down and he was looking at those and he was testing those jokes out and man it was it was great. It was. So we did a uh, invite only. We didn't sell tickets. We invited the people we wanted to invite and cooked a really nice barbecue dinner. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So what did we cook? Some uh, $350 <laughs> choice Sam's Club. It was prime. It was prime. It was prime. It was prime. We cooked prime, prime rib. Yeah. Because that's all they had at Sam's yeah, when you went, right? I was like, Sam's. gosh, hell, did you pay $350 for this piece of meat at Sam's? <laughs> it was so good, though. Did they have to, like, did it have a little scanner, like one of those little barcodes on it where you can't get out the store with it or whatever? <laughs> I mean, it blows blue dial. Yeah, 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 if you run with it or whatever. The girl at Sam's Club was like, do you know this cost $300? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I said it's for something special. So we cooked that. We, we Actually, we uh, fired up Miss Fancy that morning. You got yeah. here early. Like, what, about 8 or 9 o'clock? Yeah, about 9 o'clock. Fired, fired her up, um, trimmed up that ribeye. The best thing about that was, so Mark cut the tail meat off, kind of shaped up that ribeye before I got here. And then I, we were, I'd already kept some uh, from another ribeye mm-hmm. that we cut up, and we was going to make some tallow with it. I've never done it. Yeah. So we got the idea. Let's. I was going to render it in a pan, just how I'd done it home on the stovetop. I had it on a Ziploc bag. And we threw it all in a metal pan and put it up in the top shelf of Miss Fancy and let that fat render, and it started liquefying and getting some of that good flavor from the grill. Did y'all season the fat? No, at all no, 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 no. It's just, just rendered. Because you, you, I, I was like, man, it would be good if you could add something, but I'm scared that like it was going to burn. Yeah, I have no idea how hot tallow gets to render. You know, 
I'm sure it's probably 300 plus. Oh, man. It was meat butter. <laughs> God, it was so good. Liquefied meat yeah, butter. Yeah, because, I mean, it took it a while. It started rendering a little grease in there, but it ended up being, you poured up, a, after we used it, it was a, quart. a quart jar mm-hmm. left in the fridge in there now. Pure white beef tallow, smoked beef tallow. That's something that nobody has. And then what was crazy is like, when we really started like getting chickens on and all that, we kind of, I mean, the pit was full. So I slid it out and we just set it on top of the firebox and it sat over there and simmered for like five hours. Kept rendering. And I just kept stirring it and we'd get a little bit out and base that prime rib with it. And mm, that I was, was the key. It was you so were good. the beef with well, it. So we didn't know if it was going to be any good. So I was like, well, I'll check it. So we went and got like a, I don't know, it was a roll that we yeah. had in there. I said, bring one of them rolls. Tore it into a little bite. Dipped it in that hot tallow, set it up on top of the firebox. And that's where I said, oh, my God, this right here, it ought to be against the law. Like, I want one of those little, you know, the little butter warmer things they give you when you're eating crab legs. It's got the little votif candle under it. Mm. I want that when I eat steak, like beef tallow in that to dip everything in. My goodness. It and so, like. It's instant, instant, like, heart attack, probably. I, mean, I, I think, too, what made that primary of that much better was the cut station. Yeah. So, like. I was cutting it, so every time I'd cut it, I'd reach up and give me a spoonful of that tallow and put it on the board. So when I'd slice a slice off, it would just fall in that tallow. We'd thumb ground a little seasoning on top of it and, like, keep, you know, on and on and on. And everybody come back was like, what did you do? I want you to do what you did. Yeah, That's do it one more time. <laughs> that did, was... you, did you have anybody come back for seconds? Yes. Okay. They were all our friends. You know they all come <laughs> back for seconds. <laughs> I mean, we all, so my problem was, I said, we got... You know, it was, it was over 30 people. Well, we didn't really know how many people were going to show. Because we didn't really RSVP. We just said, you know, hey, come on. And we had that one prime rib. I was like, well, we don't have enough beef. Because what if this is as good as it's looking like it's going to be? So I jumped off in the freezer here at work, and I had some. We didn't know what they were. It was a like a square piece of meat. It was square <laughs> piece. But it said A67 on it. So I knew it was, it was Wagyu. And I said, well, I don't really know what it is. It's not. It don't have a bone in it. It looks like short ribs. But is it Denver steaks or was it? You couldn't tell how it was stacked in this frozen package, except for what it was. You know, it was it was beef and it was wagyu. But we thought it out, and it was boneless short ribs. What were they about? Two inches by three inches, maybe. Yeah, they were. It might have been a little longer. I mean, they were good size. I would say probably like two by. Oh six. no, they were six inches long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about tall Square, and wide. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they shrunk up. So where where no, they didn't where shrink? That, they blowed up. <laughs> where does that cut come from? Where is that coming from? In between the bones on the beef ribs? It's on top of them, mm-hmm. top okay. of the plate ribs. It's like up by the chuck, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, it comes off the chuck area. Yep, chuck plate ribs is what they were. So we we, uh, we seasoned them just like we did that prime rib. We hit them with some TX and then your new beef seasoning, and that was and that's all. Do we put that some of that chimney? We didn't put any of that on it, <laughs> did we? That was it. We put them on the grill. After we had that tallow rendered, we put those things up on the microwave shelf, too. And, man, they blowed up. So the microwave shelf, you would say, we were running at pit 300, 325. That microwave shelf was probably, what, 450? 400 at least. What's a microwave shelf? Y'all explain that one to me. So on a lot of your stick burners, they have, like, an upper shelf on the exhaust end. And it's kind of like, I guess it used to be called, like, the scramble button. Like, (laughs) if you was was ready to cook hot and fast, that's where you went. So we've checked Because that's it. where the heat comes directly out of, I guess, and hits that one yeah. area. So the heat's at the top of that pit because that's a top-down pit. So all your heat's right there on a microwave shelf. So running 300 at your cooking grate, you're 400, 450 easily right there. So a lot of people cooking chicken up there, setting their sauces up there, and, these bris- and the stick-burning brisket guys start the brisket out. 
on that shelf. And it blows up. Like, it'll triple <clears throat> in thickness, looks like. Yeah, I don't know why it does. I guess it's the fat content in it, the way the heat hit, hits it, but it swells it. Like, it'll take a thin brisket. Like you got a brisket that looks like it's only about an inch and a half thick. By the time you put it up there and let it blow up, and it might narrow up some, but it stands up tall. But it worked. We cooked those short ribs. They were in the freezer at 12, and they were done <laughs> by at four, five. Yeah, yeah. five. And they thought, didn't go on the pit till about two. Thought, quick thought in water. Thought in water. And, yeah, in the sink. Seasoned, put them on, put smoke on them till they swole up, wrapped them all up in the same pan. That was probably a mistake. Yeah. Because we covered that pan in full and it filled all the way up. That whole half pan rendered to yeah. where like they were literally floating. I never would have thought that much grease would have come from those four pieces of meat. Oh, yeah. It didn't look like it. No, it was a full pan. Yeah. But a Boston butt don't render that much. No, no. Did you, did you save that juice at all? No, I didn't. Yeah. That. I, would, I didn't know really how much had cooked out, if it had too much smoke on it or, you know. Seasoning yeah. or anything, yeah. And it was froze, so. Mm-hmm. They, we, I mean, they weren't froze when we put them on. They were completely thawed. No, but. It was beautiful meat, I don't know. And all I've done is. Can you imagine those fresh? How good they would be, too? Because I forgot about them because they were on the top shelf. They stayed on the microwave shelf the whole time. So these cooked at 400 degrees plus for how many ever hours? Two or three hours. And Not I walked fast up, as it gets. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go to see where they're at. And I probed one of them. It was like 215, 218. I'm like, they're done. Like <laughs> butter, too, though. But they held up. We pulled them yeah. out, let so them I- chill for a minute. I dipped them in some, like that, back in the au jus. Sprinkled a little bit of rub on them just to kind of color them back up, put them back on the shelf. Got a good crust on the outside, and they were excellent. So Mark sliced those while he's slicing the prime rib, and you got a piece of that way, and you got a piece of prime rib. Ran both of them through the – Made them all, combo. mate. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and re-sprinkled them with your beef rub. That was what – I mean, that new beef rub, what's it – what are y'all calling prime it? Prime beef. Prime beef. Wait till everybody gets it's to really try good. that. It's got that good umami. Heck yeah. And that's what somebody, I think, somebody, I think you put po- TikTok, you posted a TikTok, Tyler posted a TikTok of us slicing. They're like, that's not near about enough seasonal outside. I'm like, but we're like, you, you're you not going to get that much flavor in the center of a prime rib. So that's one thing I yeah. like a finishing rub for, especially yes. if you have a jus sitting there or that beef tallow to really dissolve that rub. And it just adds that much more flavor. Oh yeah. I made an au to go with it too. That was. Yeah, and we had our um, that was a good horse, had our horseradish cream sauce that go, yeah. went with it as well. I never would have thought about putting horseradish cream sauce on that short rib, but it was so good. <laughs> that was some of the best bites. Y'all also did some um, whole smoked chickens. Mm-hmm. We made pulled chicken with Alabama. So our menu was a, a, a tasting Wagyu short rib. We had prime, <laughs> we smoked enough. prime prime rib, pulled Smoked chicken that we used Meat Dave seasoning on and served with the Hawaiian rolls and a, and a pickled red onions and a Mississippi white barbecue sauce. Yeah, and, a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, and pickled red onion. And what we did mushrooms, like roasted mushrooms and butter and a little Worcestershire. Did you put any wine in those? No. And then we did. Uh, it wasn't Worcestershire. Did a, oh, uh, okay. Just it was butter. ranch and butter. Ooh. I didn't make It's those. like a crock pot. Like Mushroom recipe. And we did. It was, yeah. Uh, caprese, like caprese salad with little heirloom tomatoes and mozzarella balls. and Basil. Stuff. Fresh basil from Mark's Garden. Oh, yeah. That was good. That's and the good. cheesecake fact. Uh, is it City Hall cheesecake? Cheesecakes? We did our roasted potatoes. And roasted potatoes. That was a heck of a dinner. We also, and we did a big sausage and cheese board. 
for everybody with country plays and salsa. We also had planned to do a pork belly, but that went south on us. I had it <laughs> real so, quick. <laughs> so the last time I did a pork belly recipe, which was way back, probably a year and a half ago. It was least. before quarantine, I think. Yeah. Was it before quarantine? I think so. Man, if it was, that's a long time ago. Yeah. I had another pork belly in the freezer, and I was like, you know, I'll, we'll do that, and we'll add it to our charcuterie board. We'll have some pork belly burn ends to go with it. So we thawed it out, let it slow thaw in the refrigerator. Everything was – we opened it up, cut it, it up. Everything fine. was fine. Didn't look – you know, nothing was wrong with it. We cooked it, and Mark's like, what's that? You know, it smells kind of funny. It's got that porky, like – Strong. Not like a ruin, like a strong pork. It flavor. smelled like the pork, like up against the bone. You know, my mom would say that smells like a hog that ain't been worked on properly. <laughs> like old boar hog. That's what a boar hog tastes like. But uh, yeah, so we tasted it. And we said like, we can't serve this. It's this freezer burns. What it was, it just gave it a strong pork flavor that was not good. That's the thing so, about like freezer burnt. Like it attacks the fat first. Yeah, and that's all a pork belly is. Yeah. And like as soon as we cut it, I was like. Mm. I, I tasted it. it. I mean, it wasn't spoiled. It was just. It wasn't perfect. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't. They weren't. I weren't going to serve it. We we tossed those. We put some effort into them. They were. They looked great. They were, Their texture was good. Yeah. I just had a. Tastes strong, like you licked the inside of a deep freeze. <laughs> so how would you prevent something from getting? Don't deep? Is keep there, it in the deep freeze. Yeah. yeah. And two. Just too have long. a limited amount of time. With that being in that like cryvac from the packer, I mean, there's a lot of moisture in there. Yeah. And I guess the water probably speeds that process up or whatever solution it's in. You know, if you were to pull it out dry it and vacuum seal it yourself, probably would do a little better. But I mean, you got about six months on pork in a freezer. I'd want to, yeah. I want to be cooking it. Yeah. That, and that was the problem with it. It was just, it was, it was over a year old. And it might be two years. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of keeping meat in the freezer that long. Mm-mm. And it, I've never had good luck with it. I mean, you, two or three months, it's okay. But I'm the world's worst. We'll dig I was something say out of the bottom. Your freezer says different. Oh, I know. We'll dig something out of the freezer. I've got some fish in there now. I know it's no good. I mean, I need to. I feel bad though. I feel bad. Yeah. Just keep them alive in the freezer. Yeah. If y'all want to see most of those recipes, they will be available on TikTok. Yeah, we got a lot of the uh, content from. So when was that? Was that jerk belly bites when yep. I did those? Was that last February? I'm pulling it up. I mean February. March 5th, 2020. Yeah. So that was right when quarantine started. Yep. So they were, it was over, you know, a year and three months. So that's too, that's too long. You would have never known it. Like when it come out, it smelt fine coming out of the cry back. Yeah. fine. Yeah. But, Until you cook it and know. And I'm not going to say, I mean, the majority of people probably wouldn't even notice. I was like, hey, I smelt it. And I knew the smell. And I was like, mm. I kind of have a philosophy. If it didn't. And, I mean, you can't serve that beside Wagyu short ribs and that prime rib. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't putting nothing out that ain't ain't up to standards, our standards, you know, yep. high quality. Um, So the reason I had you on, Mark, or we had you on, <laughs> is to talk about Out the Smoke. We've been doing that for, how long, almost a year. Has, Has it been? been? No. I no. That long, surely. It'll be a year in November. Yeah. A year in November. Yeah, we okay. started in November. I'm trying to Right before saying. Christmas. Yeah. Yep. What was the very first one we did? Not say so you got it pulled up there. Uh, I remember the grill gun. Oh, the flamethrower! I never did get me one of those. Do you? Do you have yeah. multiples? No, I just got one. Oh. You ain't getting it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I probably don't. That have would it. have been a great Father's Day present. I use yeah. it a good bit. I use it more in the winter. Lighting fires, fireplace. fireplace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always use an aim of flame and tumbleweeds anyway. If I'm lighting charcoal. 
But I just think it's cool. I just want a flamethrower. <laughs> I really want that one that uh, Elon Musk made. Not a flamethrower? Yeah, flame the not a flamethrower. God, I want one of those Heck bad. Yeah. It's a legit flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, it's like defense. Thing, you know, it's like <laughs> you've got defense. zombies coming. <laughs> if I've got a few weeds coming up to the crack <laughs> around the pools, I'm getting out my not Mosquitoes get a little out of hand around the pool. I'm going to get out my not a flamethrower. Cobwebs. <laughs> Maybe Great a spider. Burn and wash nest, not a flamethrower. I could see that. That would work. Try not to light the house on fire. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes things happen. Make a great TikTok. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so, um, the last series that y'all did that's been released is the Pellet Grill series. How many Pellet Grill videos did y'all do? We did. And why did y'all do Pellet Grill videos? Four. Yeah, four. Well, we're trying. So, we did a drum one. Yeah. Just kind of like a review of a drum smoker, what it is and all that. And we decided we need, we're probably we're probably going to end up doing all the I'd like to get a gravity fed next. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, you ordered a slow and sear. We're going to check that out. But we want we got so part of out the smoke. It's, it's about having fun being Mark because that's something to do besides recipes. But it also lets us review stuff that we think's cool and give our take on it to people. You know, before somebody wastes their money on it, they can watch something we say about it. I mean. Not that we say buy it or not. We're just going to give you our honest yeah. opinion of it. So, And that's what we're treating out the smoke. It's uh, That's why we named it that. It was about what, just not cooking recipes. Yeah. And we, I mean, you honestly, we've discussed this too. We don't know where it's going to lead. You yeah. know, it's. I think they're getting better and better every time. And yeah. I mean, have a good time doing it. And we might do a recipe on there. Nothing says we can't. It's just like we did the crawfish. No, there is something that says we can't. She's sitting right beside you. <laughs> we did the crawfish. The crawfish was kind of a recipe. It was our technique, yeah. you know, the boil and crawfish. But that's just it. It's, it was. It was a how to boil crawfish video. It's everything other than Mark making a swine life video for his channel and us making a recipe video for how to barbecue right. It's a way for us. Well, know. y'all get questions all the time, you know, and you don't want to. Spend your time, you know, making videos on your other channel for that. And this is that this is a good place for that kind of stuff to stay. Answering those questions. Yeah. And I think the Pellet Grill series, I mean, that's – we get a ton of questions. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could ever answer all the Pellet Grill questions. And we just kind of want to take our take on, like, all right, we got a new Pellet Grill. This is what you get. This is what makes a Pellet Grill what it is. Kind of how we go in as far as, like, doing the initial cook and the burn-in and – how we can sear with it, and just kind of some of the key points that how I think we, we clean it. Yeah, that we get asked the most. Um, and feather right. grills are still, I mean, they're taking the market by storm mm-hmm. every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Imagine they're fixing to go up prices. So. Yeah. I have a good feeling that's fitting. <laughs> Logistics that is killing everybody now. The uh, first one was the pros and cons of a pellet grill. So, is that one released already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's live. What are, what, what do you feel are you the pros and cons? Pros is that they're easy to use, and you know that you can cook all kinds of different stuff on them at different temps. What's what's your favorite pros? I mean, definitely easy use. Um, it's one of them things to where it's a true set it and forget it. If you got like a family function going on, and you don't want to be over there manning the grill all day. You know, you can throw a pork butt on, set it, come in, fix sides, hang out, swim in the pool, and it'll be done in a couple hours. You know, so I mean, no fire management. Yeah, no fire management. Um. I mean, that's that's really it. I like, I mean, I think a lot of things you can do a, produce a better product on. Like, to me, there's not many grills that will cook turkey, chicken, or wings as good as a pellet grill will. I mean, yeah, you can get a little bit more smoke on a stick burner, but that convection air and just, and it does great on chicken. 
Strawberry strip tea, yeah. <laughs> any kind of dessert. Yeah, we do desserts on them all the time. Side dishes. I threw corn on it Sunday. Yeah. Just grilled some corn. Vegetables on pillar are awesome. Yeah. Uh, cons, I would say. Flavor. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get as much smoke. But, I mean, there are ways around that. I mean, you could. It's crazy how every pellet grill runs a little bit different, no matter how close they are alike. And some pellet grills just like pe- different pellets. Um, like our grill, Bear Mountain runs excellent in them, gets a good smoke flavor. Same thing with you. Like some of your grills, like that Memphis grill does great on the Traeger pellets. So, I mean, you just kind of have to learn them. And that's the biggest thing with any pit. Um, I will say, if you don't keep it clean, you think your old gas grill will give you a grease fire, <laughs> pellet grill will put that one to shame. That's a con, yeah. you got to clean them pretty often, too. I recommend cleaning them. I've, I've burned a few of them. I've set some fire in a couple of them. It'd be all right. As long as you know to pull the power, kill the fan. Don't go to throwing, putting a fire extinguisher on it. And some days you have to. Some, yeah, you <laughs> have done that in class. Right? When there's 30 people watching, you just sneak the fire extinguisher in there and <laughs> shoot it right keep up. on cooking. <laughs> Let's make this toast. Oh, yeah. Have Mark- you ever set one on fire making toast? Yes, <laughs> with 30 people watching. Texas toast on the pellet grill. It was toast. We were cooking yeah. toast. We cooked yeah. the chickens, and we, I was like, we'll crank it up a little bit. you know. And I never even dreamed that a couple of— It ch- wasn't—we were borrowing a grill. Yeah, it wasn't even ours. That's what made it so bad. So we didn't know that it was filthy, yeah. I bumped the heat on up to 400, and I'm sitting there, and it just happened to be one of those grills. I'm not going to mention the name. It's got a clear glass window. <laughs> and I start seeing flames roll up the window. So I just kind of calmly look at Jamie. Jamie. Uh, go get the fire extinguisher out of the trailer. And he's like, what? And I'm like, the fire extinguisher. And he's like, starts laughing. I was like, no, go get the fire extinguisher. He still don't take me serious. Yeah. I'm like, Jamie. And he looks down and there's fire coming out the drip hole. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're serious. I'm like, yes. And everybody's like, why didn't you just kill the power? I mean, it wouldn't do no good. You still uh, got a fire. Yeah, I mean, burn out. Oh, it was. It was going to burn out, burn off all the paint. And... <laughs> oh, it was bad. Nobody knew. Well, one guy knew because he had his phone out and he was filming a video. I said, nope, you put that down. Put that down. <laughs> Not today. Me. Not today. Mark doesn't go, oh, my God, there's a fire. Mark goes, um, we've got a little problem. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one class we've done, we were cooking steaks. Mine started getting really hot. Yes. Because we cooked, what, 20 pounds of wings on it? I just look at Brian. I'm like, Brian. Show them how you're doing it on that one. <laughs> Let me put this one out. <laughs> and nobody knew. Nobody knew. One. And no. those are some excellent steaks. Yeah. Heck yeah. That was flame yeah. grilled. That was like Capital Grill right there. They come out hot. You can't duplicate that <laughs> nope. on Grill. You, you need a grease system. You got your good grease system to add it to it and <laughs> just start the fire up, burn across it. It's oh. fun, though. I love it. No, I mean, that's that's the big thing about cooking on pellet grills. You got to make sure you clean them. Um, especially if you're going to go from low and slow, if you've rendered something on a long cook and then crank it up and cook burgers or try to grill steaks or something. If you don't have it clean, it's a. And they're not that bad. I mean, if you stay on top of it, like every half dozen cooks, just give it a little maintenance. And it's not bad to stay on top of And like the ash is not bad. There's really, if everything's working like it should and you don't have something that are out of place, no grease gets in the bottom of them whatsoever. So, I mean, you just pull the drip pan out, vacuum it out, put it back together. And I mean, that's it. People just let it overflow. Yeah. Let it sit in there. The next video, uh, I don't know if it's the next one coming out or it's soon, is how to clean a pellet grill, right? Mm-hmm. So y'all did, is it worth it? How to clean one. That was just Malcolm needed his grill clean. <laughs> and he could no, watch I mean, me do I it. I hadn't cooked the first thing on that grill. I just happened to own the shop that that grill's at, that people <laughs> cook on. <laughs> but yeah, it did need cleaning. Yeah, it was ready. 
It wasn't bad. No. We vacuumed it out. The, I mean, the interesting thing was that was a lot of people don't know how to get all the pellets out of your hopper if you want to change pellets or that you need to get the dust out. that dust out on. So we we have here at the shop just a little cheap shop bag that's only four pellet grills. You can get them for, what, 20 bucks yeah, a lot of times? not much at all. Yeah. And then with the one we did, we did one of the Traeger ones. It actually has a pellet dump um, little panel on the back. But if you don't, you can scoop them out really easy with a well, cup you or can, something. If you have them cheap like vacuums like that, if you clean the vacuum, like dump it out, you can suck the pellets up and then just pour them right back in the bucket. Like it's it doesn't hurt them whatsoever. Yeah, because you're not – it's not like you're vacuuming. Yeah, you're not – you just – I mean, it's just dust. Yeah. So if you get them all out, then, you know, kind of sift them or whatever, clean them up a little bit, that'd be fine. But it sh- we showed how you clean the hopper out. We showed how to vacuum out the complete bottom, disassembling them, um, how to use the grill cleaner and clean them. We clean the, the grates weren't bad. We just kind of hit them with some aluminum foil, scraped them off, and cleaned up the outside. Just basic, a basic clean job. And that's something that you can do every other cook or something like that to keep you from having yeah. disasters. The hopper, I mean, you go through four or five bags of pellets. I would do you it. You don't have to do that very yeah. often. I, I might do twice it twice a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely want to do it before. Like, if you're not been using it, it's been setting up all winter. Go ahead and do it then. Get it ready for you know grilling season, and then halfway through grilling season, go ahead and do it again. Or and if you want to before you put it up, it just makes it easier. But you never know. Something to get in there and build a nest or whatever. If it's been sitting, <laughs> so I recently took my grill up pretty much all the way apart. Hey, I've never done it, and I've had to grill for five years now i guess close to it so i was like i'm gonna clean it up good so i pulled the hopper off and i don't recommend like if you're not mechanically inclined don't go tearing your pellet grill apart just clean it and you'll be good but i was amazed of how clean the auger was like because i mean all it does is feed pellets i was like you know it's gonna be built up you know or something and it looked like chrome i mean it was polished shine and i guess just over the years it was just it turning slow and it really wasn't that dirty you know i mean the hopper Dusted it out, but as far as the mechanical portion, it'll still look brand new. You had never had a burn back on that one. <laughs> no, I try not to. Uh, what other pellet grill videos did y'all do? How to, um, did y'all do one, how to get it going when you first started, mm-hmm. when you first get one? Yeah, break in. Yeah, the prime and the stuff, auger and all that. Break in. And then we did one on how to uh, set it up for high heat grilling, like if you want to grill a steak. Showed using grill grates, which okay. is really the key to high heat grilling on a pellet grill. That's something that I still get questions. So my first video ever on YouTube was grilling a steak on a pellet grill. Um, it's a horrible video. I want to remake it just because I mean it was. Oh, it's still one. yeah. I mean it's still our best video we've ever done, but it's horrible. But I mean that's still a question we get is you know how the grill grates get hotter than your air temperature. And I've People tried don't get that. Yeah, I've tried to explain it a thousand times, but it's like. It just don't click. Because, I mean, really, if you're looking at, all right, it's 400 degrees. Those should be 400 degrees. Yeah, that's correct in your oven. But you got to understand those grill grates are technically closer to the fire. So if you're standing closer to the fire, you're going to be hotter than who's standing further from the fire. So it's the same thing with your oven. You think about it, that bottom shelf is right by yeah. that element. It the closer you get to the element, it's hotter it is, yeah, you know? Yeah. Just because you got it set on 350, don't mean that bottom rack right there on the element's 350. That video is knocking on a million. We're going to get there. It's horrible. Which one was it? Was it I was so dry. Straight up ribeye? Yeah. We done the grilled ribeye and mustard butter. Yeah. I did a mustard butter on my recipe this week. It works. The, the, the bayou butter, I called it. I used a stone ground mustard with the, a stick of melted butter, or just kind of room softened butter, and then a little king crawl and a little parsley. Man, I made a great butter. You think good. that mustard would clash terribly with beef, but it doesn't. Like it, no. It just, 
almost goes away. Yeah. It almost adds like a freshness. I don't really know how to explain it, but it works. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, what So this week, y'all filmed four brand new videos. We had a blast this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. These are the ones I'm excited about. What was your favorite one? Like These aren't these aren't even edited yet, are they, Tyler? Like, no. Nope. We still got, so there'll be a minute before they release. Late July. Yeah. But... So at the class, we were need, we we needed to get or not the class the comedy show we needed to get some beer cold fast yeah and Mark had done this before he said I can get it cold so we iced down we put all the beer in the cooler put ice in it, and he and he started seasoning salt all putting salt and that was just over. regular sea salt that's yeah, all we had that wasn't a good ice yeah. cream rock salt and then Tyler made a vi- caught it and made a video of it and then people started saying you know they were like you dummy why are you putting yeah. salt on the I beer? guess you, you were like just said a joke. You like your drinks like you barbecue hot. And I'm like, God bless. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. So, man, Mark had done this before. Like, you did it with the yeah, I mean, it's, cousin's it's, husband, right? Yeah. It was like, I'm going to show this. So, he thought it was, go ahead and tell that story. That's a great one. Years ago, we had a little get-together at my house, and I had my little Yeti 30-quart cooler we kept on the back porch. And my cousin husband, I love him to death, but he will argue with you just to argue. So he come in with like another branded cooler that looked just like a Yeti. And he's like, it ain't no difference. It's the same thing. I paid $100 less than you, you know? And I'm like, okay, whatever. So later in the night, I got to messing with him. I was like, I guarantee you that water's or that, them drinks are colder in that Yeti than your cooler. No, they ain't. Well, I snuck over and put, I put a lot of salt in my cooler. <laughs> and I was like, here, I'll get a thermometer. So I'll go over and I temp his cooler and it hits 32 degrees exactly. And I walk over to mine and it hits like 10 and I was like, this cooler will make ice if you want it to. <laughs> and oh, he got so mad. He was like, there ain't no way. And I'm like, I'm just telling you. I mean, you shouldn't have cheaped out on that cooler. You should have bought a good one, you know? <laughs> he got so mad. He was furious. Does he know? No, I never told him anything different. We were all dying. <laughs> he probably thought you were tricking him with the thermometer. Yeah, Mikey yeah. was like, you shouldn't do that. He's like, he's going to go buy a ton of coolers just to try to prove you wrong. He's never going to get it below yep. 32. <laughs> so, so that gave us the idea. Since we were catching all kinds of flack on that TikTok video that we're going to do out the smoke and show it. We bought the two cheapest coolers we could. They were Styro- literally $2.99. Styrofoam coolers. Two six-pack Miller High Life. Iced them the same way. Mark put the ice cream salt on layered. That was I think that helped, too. Yeah, I did. So you did ice, Beer, salt. Beer, ice, salt. Another layer of ice, salt on top. Put the lids on. Let them hang out 10, 15 minutes. And when you open them up, they look the same. Like a styrofoam. It's like it didn't melt the ice yeah, like I thought it would. It didn't melt the ice. Um, if, it's, if it's hot enough beer, like that beer was come from the beer cooler. Mm-hmm. If it was hot beer sitting outside, it probably would have melted it more. But we stuck the thermometers in first. And control. No, we did yours first. No, you was like something wrong with that thermometer. Yeah, so, so we just had the thermopop. We stuck it down in there. It goes, you know, it's room temp, 70-something degrees, 30, you know, 36, 32. I say, oh, you're probably going over. 28. 20. 20. 15. I was like, there's no way. This thermometer's broken. <laughs> it gets all the way down to one degrees, and I think it hit zero. It one did hit time. zero one time. And I was like, I don't. Even, that's not even possible. Like To me, I was In like, this, start, there's start no open. way that happened. And I said, take it out, let it warm up. So we took the thermometer out, let it sit there in a minute, immediately goes back up. We stuck it over in. My cooler, the control cooler, 32 degrees, low as it would go. And I said, what, what are these beers going to be like? I was scared you know? to open. I was laughing to yeah. blow this so glass Mark bottle. Saying, Mark was saying we were going to bust the beer <laughs> bottles doing that. So 
they're ice cold. We we take them out. I open mine. Delicious, thirty two degree cold Miller High Life champagne and beer. <laughs> Mark gets his and opens it, and it don't you know it don't do anything well, see, right away. When you don't let oxygen like in that sealed up bottle, it's not going to freeze, Harley, unless you just leave it in there for hours. Yeah. But as soon as you disturb it or pop that top and it gets oxygen, it's finna start freezing. But it didn't. Like, so we pop the top first. Yeah. And the top of the bottle just starts getting frosty because it's so cold. I wish we'd had the thermogun to scan the yeah. bottles. We should see what it was. That. I'm going to do that test again. But <laughs> so we like, uh, we stuck the thermometers in the beer and it was cold too. Yeah, it was like 10. Yeah, it was like 10 and the, the liquid. The liquid, was. The liquid was, was 10. Mine was 36. I don't even think it went to 32. But we cheersed each other, and then you can see this reaction happen after we disturbed it. It just started freezing up from the bottom of that bottle. Frost started growing, and it frosted. I mean, there was a whole slushy. It turned, yeah. But it was one of the best. Like we, later that day, we were outside filming. It was hot. We, we got one of those out, and if you opened it and drank it real fast, oh man, it was so. It was cold. It was <laughs> but so cold. You had to go because once you disturbed it, it was fixing a fr- icy over on you. It definitely works. It no definitely doubt. works. If you don't, I mean, if you, you don't believe it, y'all try it. I know that's what. I mean. Yeah, that's I what think. I said. That's what I got to thinking. I was like, well, my papa always put this salt in his ice cream maker when he's making ice cream, so it's doing it to get it colder. That was a good ice one. Cream salt. My favorite was probably trying all the wing sauces. So the other one you oh, did, yeah, that was fun. Too. You fried some wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a, we had so we got a new fryer at the office because we didn't have a fryer. And we, we had to try it. We were been selling Bayou Classic stuff in the shop, so they had a fryer. We said, bring it in, we'll try it. And we did a little review on the fryer, and then we fried wings, and then Mark got the idea of, let's see how hot stuff Malcolm can eat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, back from making me clean that pellet grill. <laughs> yeah. So I went to our local store, Kroger, and just went down to the hot sauce aisle and tried to find the hottest or something that I thought would be good. And because, I mean, a lot Did of times. Did pick up? Yeah. Like, a lot of your local chain stores don't have those crazy hot sauces, mm-hmm. but they had a few. So, like, if it had triple X on it or <laughs> all these flames, I was like, yep, we're getting that one. Let's get that one. So, we got, what, four or five. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we had to have the control, which was y'all's Killer Hogs hot sauce. Um, which is a mild. Yeah. Great, yeah. great wing sauce. Yeah. Uh, tried it first. And, I mean, it's your standard. It's good wing. Moved up to, what was the next one? The Piri Piri? Yeah, double X Piri Piri. No, Texas Pete hot. Texas Pete extra hot. Yeah, extra hot. And I don't know if it was just coming from the killer hogs going to that. I thought it was the hottest. Now, I may be wrong, but I thought it was. And then we done the period period, and we started stepping the heat up then. And it wasn't just like burn you down. I enjoyed that one. It was a good flavorful sauce. What, the period period? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was kind of thick. had like chunks of peppers in it. Um, it's not really like a hot sauce like you think. It's more, it could be used as a marinade or a it can be used a condiment, on, you know, like a hot sauce, but really I think it shines more like a marinade or something. It'd be really good on an Asian dish. Yeah, it would. And then we stepped up to a ghost pepper wing sauce, which was excellent. It was like a traditional hot wing sauce. And, man, it was that was that was my favorite tasting wise. Yeah, but it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. But, too, like we were taking a bite, eating a wing, talk about it, go the next eat a wing. So, like, we were building heat the whole time. Yeah. Like, if you just went out there and ate one of them, it wouldn't burn you down. So we made it all the way. Then it was a, what was the Jamaican one? Oh, it was Scotch bonnet pepper sauce. Scotch see, bonnet I, hot sauce. That was my least favorite. Really? See, I didn't like the sweet. The flavor of- mm-hmm. It reminded me of the just the jerk sauce. The You know, when you go to the jerk shack and we go to Jamaica and they said, you want the 
hot jerk sauce. That's what it was. And I think yeah. it's the same brand, Walker's Wood. That's a Jamaican brand. Pretty sure that's what they're serving there. So we, we ran through all those. And by the end, we're both red in the face, tears in the eyes. We're sweating a little bit. And uh, Malcolm thinks it's over. And I reach <laughs> in my back pocket. And I had the Carolina Reaper, two and a half million Scoville, little bottle of sauce. I said, we're trying this next. Have you tried this one before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have. He bought like this kit. It was like level pyramid. It was hot like a sauces. hot sauce game. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the hottest one they had. Um, so then Malcolm, not to be outdone, decides we're just going to put all the sauces on one wing. <laughs> and top it with that one. And then top it with that one. And that really was not it a was bad not wing. Bad. It, was it was pretty good. Bad. I was like, I could eat that. It was hot, though. It had a lot of flavor. Oh, yeah. I was hurt. I was sweating. Water was pouring on my eyes. <laughs> like, there at one point, I remember I talked, and, like, I just, like, seen, like, drops of, like, drool. I was, like, just <laughs> slobbering. I was like, it's good. It's good. So, but, Tyler ordered the... I'm what, ready. What are they? The Hot Ones? The hot Ones Season 15 Ooh. wing sauces, ending with They're coming. the last dab Apollo. They're full of 17 million. Are you going to try it? I'm not trying that. Absolutely. You I've done it once. I'll do it with you. Never thought I'd be back here again, but here we are. <laughs> so you've done, you, what was it like trying a 17 million Scoville? It hurts, man. Really? It, like it hurts. It hurts for a solid, like it's it's a solid 30 minute hurt. Like I was telling you, like we were rinsing off the bowls from when we're where we tossed the wings and like all the babies in the house were crying because all the spices in the air. I felt <laughs> so horrible. Awful. Their faces were blood red. It was like nuts. It was crazy so in there. Did y'all toss the wing in that sauce or just put a drop on one and try it? No, we tossed them. Oh, oh every gosh. single one. We tossed it so in that's, the last That's half. big boy games right there. That's it was What's the point? Bragging <laughs> rights. <laughs> all right. So it hurts. It hurts what, I want to know Let's what creates again. like the hot high. Because, like, there is a point to oh, where, yeah. like, it's it's so like an adrenaline rush, you know? Yeah. Kick in. And you're- now, I don't know if I don't know if I'll go that far, but, I mean, I was pretty excited after the, we ate our little hot wings. I was yeah, ready, you yeah. know? The Reaper jerky gets me like that for about 30 minutes. When you eat that whole pack of it, I mean, it just, it, you're, you're wired. melted down. You're melted down, but then you're like, yes. See, I think, do it again. I think like, there, it's like, be- I think it's better. I think, I think. It's way like this is way worse. Like for thirty minutes, it's like the worst it's gonna be. But then it like it stays with you for like probably at least the rest of the night, and then it's gonna come back to haunt you for a few days later. Holy smoke! Like no. it's like why would you know? But I found really great hot sauces in the process of doing this. Like some of my favorites. Like during yeah. trying. That's kind of what we. I mean, I'm gonna buy that peri peri sauce, no doubt. Yeah, like that is percent. that is a good good. I would sauce. use it in a recipe. Yeah, it's good sauce. Are you talking chicken, beef? Pork, pure, pure chicken. I mean, that's a thing. thing. You know? Yeah, I think that would work. I think if you added that like more turkey, in, like Turkish or yeah, something I like think that, so, or yeah, or something. And that'd make like some really, really good like fried chicken thighs. Toss it. Yeah, drunken noodles. Did y'all see uh, Rick Ross? Since uh, wings have For been reason. such a shortage, wings have been such a shortage that uh, Wingstop they're they're offering a thigh. They're doing thigh stop now. Oh, really? You get a whole fried wing, you get a whole yeah. thighs tossed in any of the wing stop sauces. I could do that. Heck it's, yeah. They look good from what I saw on, on Facebook. Peri Peri, I think it's Peruvian. Okay. That's South American then. Mm-hmm. I was in the wrong part of the globe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't forget what pepper that is. It's oh, like it's, a... It's kind of has a sweetness a little bit to it. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of a sriracha, a chunky sriracha with more peppers. It had a... Uh, What's the flavor? It, to me, it tastes like a, like how Wicker's marinade has that, that flavor. I don't yeah. know what you call that. 
I don't know. It had to be from some seasoning in it. But it had like a little bit of flavor of that, which I really love. Yeah. Well, look for those. Oh, we did another one, too. <laughs> the, the old grill. Instant Grill. Hey, don't hate on the Instant Grill. You can't be wait. sleeping on it. We're not going to talk about the Instant Grill. We're gonna, we want that one just to come out. Okay. I want you to see it. It's a $15 grill that me and Mark cooked a ribeye on. Made of cardboard. Made, Made of cardboard. cardboard. Yeah. Is it reusable at all, or is no. it kind of a one-time? One-time deal. One done. If you light it. Just imagine you a kid, and you liked like one of them little <laughs> snakes, <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> Tank or when snake. it goes out, it's just out. Yeah. yeah. Does it come with the charcoal in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what you want. To call I don't it. know what that is. <laughs> what it's it's oxalite. Whatever that means. <laughs> all I know is you don't see anything happen, and all of a sudden it gets really hot. <laughs> yeah, it starts ashing over. <laughs> like nine hundred degrees hot. How long did it take it to get? About eight minutes. Yeah. And no, it was, it was hot. We're gonna do a contest with that. If you had a box full of that stuff, you could incinerate something. (laughs) (laughs) And I went out like after we got done. I went out to go like check on it to see if it's ready to dispose of. There was nothing left. Really? I mean, the grill was there. Oh, I was gonna say, did the cardboard burn up? Like you seen the little charcoal rings, and you just touch them, they go poof. Like, what about the bamboo? Did it? Did it? Was it still there? Oh yeah, that's the strongest bamboo on earth. It was still there. Like you could build a flame retardant house out of that bamboo. Yeah. Why do you think China doesn't have wildfires? <laughs> That's right there. Maybe so. Uh, so, Mark, uh, what are your favorite recipes? Before we leave, I was going to talk about your channel and the recipes you've been doing on there. Oh, yeah. What's the favorite recipes you've done like, here lately? Because it's Ooh. been a minute since you've been on. Hang on. Let me pull them all up so I can refresh my memory. Mississippi Wagyu Burger, Beer Brined Hot Wings, which is kind of like Malcolm Bomb Wings. So, the Beer Brined Hot Wings... Is the best wing I've ever cooked. I was gonna say when he did those, Mark Cobby said, "Man, you can believe this." Like it, that- it is. I want to try those. It hit all the flavors of a hot wing that I want. Yeah. And I mean, the beer. Like people's like, I don't want to taste beer in my wing. It's not a beer flavor. It's almost a. It's just a richness. Like it adds, it adds something to chicken. I don't know what, but it doesn't taste like beer. Uh, of course, I think what really set those wings off was the lime zest at the end. Like, it's just a pop of pow, you know, and it goes really good with the hot sauce. So how'd you do them? So took two Tallboy Miller Lights, about four or five limes, and a whole bottle of hot sauce. Got all that mixed up. And I think I did a little hot rub in the brine, too. Let it go overnight. Pulled them out. Kind of let them air dry. Hit them with hot rub. And somewhat reverse seared a wing. Like, put it offset and let it come up slow. When it hit 200, I moved it over to the coals and, like, charred them up. They were so good. What cooker did you use? PK three sixty. But I that try that was yes. an excellent excellent wing. Uh, of course, we talked about the the mayonnaise and the ground beef for yeah. the Mississippi Wagyu. That's a good burger. I mean, so swine life ribs. What are swine life ribs? How I like eating them. Um, Your favorite style, similar to yours, just basically salt, pepper, butcher paper, simple simple rib. Uh, we use a little grit just because it's salt, pepper, garlic, and then come back with like a heavy dose of pepper. And it's just a rib you can sit down and enjoy. You know, it's not over the top. It's just pork and spice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you could. What I want to try is these chicken fajita fries. (laughs) Oh, they're so good. Dang, that picture looks good. I know. What kind of fries? Too close to lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) So there was a Mexican restaurant in South Haven that you ordered. You could order, like, chicken fajita nachos, and they would give fries. And it's got cheese sauce on it. It's got everything I love, but you can just eat it with a fork, not have to deal with a chip. And it's all on some really good fries. So when Cinco de Mayo rode around, I was like, I want to try to do something original. Kind of put my twist on it. 
So we done that, done some cheap frozen French fries out of like straight out of the freezer in the air fryer in the cast iron and just topped it with everything we could. It's good. Grilled chicken, grilled veggies, cheese. Did you use a cheese sauce or just like grated cheese? We used a little bit of both. So we used the the Mexican melting cheese that grades really good. Mm -hmm. And then we made like, or we had just like regular white queso, pico, cilantro. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. And what do you got coming out this week? Uh, should be doing, I can't, in my, in my eyes, it's my dad's fried catfish recipe. Oh, I hate it and get to try that too. Um, it did was on Father's Day, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So my dad, ever since I was a kid, he's always been known for his fried catfish. He used to talk on a CB radio to who knows <laughs> who and where, but they would all go meet up in Arkansas and he'd cook fish for everybody. And I remember I was a little bitty and we'd go over and cook fish every year. And he cooked this exact recipe every year. He actually cut this out of a newspaper clippings from like back in the 1980s. And my understanding, I may be completely wrong. You may have to correct me on this, but Memphis and May used to have a catfish category. Like when it first started, maybe. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, I, would, I wouldn't doubt it. So with the, Ar- the cotton carnival, one of those probably did have a catfish. It was some type of huge contest. And this was supposedly the recipe that won it. It was in like a commercial appeal. And he cut it out and he put it in his recipe book. And he's used it ever since. Now, they used to have a big one on Mud Islands. I went to it as a kid. That's where I caught the most catfish of the cane pole in my life. But they had it was a catfish cooking contest and everything. And it could probably be about, that. Yeah. That was probably about 86, 87, probably. I, I mean, I was, I was young. I was probably 12, Michael's age. That would be a 12. good contest to hold out here in the parking lot catfish cooking i'm signing up and the deal is with that upon catfish for everybody everybody gets like two or three pounds and you got to turn in my wife would emily would not eat fish till we got married like she despised it and she's used to eating some old blue cats from down the delta like (laughs) they don't know yeah big deal it is and the deal is with this recipe is you can take a fish you catch out of the river that sometimes might be a little muddy and it's not as clean as like a pond raised like farm raised catfish and put it in that marinade, and you never know it. Really? I mean, you need blue cat. <laughs> oh yeah, like it. It literally pulls yeah. all the strong flavor out. It still tastes like fish, but it pulls all that mud flavor. Does out. it have mustard yeah. in it? Mm-hmm. Like Creole mustard. Yeah. Eggs, Creole mustard, lemon juice, hot sauce. Let it sit yeah. for a couple of hours, and you got to have yellow corn meal. You can't be doing no Half flour or no yeah, white yeah. meal. And yeah. Do you season the cornmeal? Oh yeah. You have to watch the video. I'll give you the recipe. Man, now <laughs> But no, that 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 video there. I hope I do it justice because that video has a lot of meaning. Like that's a recipe my dad taught me. Did you make and a blue plate tartar sauce? Actually, we did. Good Dukes or blue plate. Emily made it, so it's probably oh, Dukes. <laughs> y'all are a Dukes fan. I'm trying to get a sponsorship, man. Gosh, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> hey, y'all can get blue plate. We'll take Dukes and we'll have all the mayo we want. <laughs> I may even work on a mayonnaise. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> it's all coming together. So maybe that's the next out to smoke. We bring Shell on and we do a mayonnaise tasting. No. We've talked about it. She ordered. She did order a bunch of these mayonnaise. We had them on here. Yeah, they were awesome. So good. They were all blue plate products. Yes, there was a cilantro lime. Was you it tried, cilantro you lime? That one? It was really good. I used it on tacos. I made Malcolm tacos for um, Father's Day. And they were really <clears> good. They were good. They were really good. Would you tell me if they were bad? Heck yeah. yeah, you would. <laughs> no doubt. I don't no hold no punches. It comes to my food. That's what we were talking about last night. It sucks. I'm going to let you know. You need to work on that, Cheryl. So, <laughs> that, 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 that guacamole, to, whatever you did, you didn't work did. on that. 
We we were my fault. we had dinner with TikTok Tyler last night at the local La Siesta, and we were discussing the wives cooking. And I don't forget how I don't even know how we got talking about it. Maybe it was like tofu or I was talking about ve- my wife cooking vegan. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I was like Emily's cooked some stuff. Where I'm just like, don't fix that again. She's like, you want this for lunch tomorrow? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and Tyler's like, I just soak it up, you know. I just I just try it anyway. And I'm like, uh-uh, yeah. can't do it. Shell's got some mayonnaise fish. I want you to try. <laughs> Mayonnaise tilapia. God. Was, was it good, Shell? Uh, no. Okay. It was bad then. It was real bad. This is back when she was trying to impress me, too. She's going to make, I'm gonna make you this delicious fish dish. We were newlyweds. Yeah. Didn't uh, have much money at all. Yeah. Had some frozen tilapia. That's already a negative Ghost Rider. That was like creative ways to cook tilapia. Mmm, mayonnaise. Let's try that one. So, like I said, Emily would not eat fish. So we got married. And she, we try to eat somewhat healthy during the week because we blow it out of the water on the weekends. Yeah. So she's like, I'm a, I want to I want to cook some salmon. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. So she comes in, and she don't went to the store and bought this salmon. And I literally, when she backed the car in the garage, I knew there was fish in that car. <laughs> and uh, she brought it in. I'm like, we can't eat that. She's like, what? I was like, if you'll eat that fish, there's not a fish on this planet you will not eat. Yeah. So I- she gets old skillet out. She's going to pan sear it and have rice or risotto, and I forgot all it was. Like, the dog was concerned. Like, something is dying in this kitchen. And she put it on a plate. I said, I'm not eating it. She's like, you're not even going to try it. I'm like, no. Like, this fish is like this fish was good three weeks ago. It's not good now. She took a bite and barely made it to the sink before she could get it out of her mouth. And I was like, see, I told you. She's like, is it supposed to taste like that? I'm like, no, it's not even supposed to smell like that. Like, <laughs> is it supposed to taste like that? Nope. I will say when we first, when he first started, I would try to impress him, you know, and I wanted him to say, "Oh yeah, baby, this is so good, this is so good." But he he wouldn't, and it would hurt my feelings. But now I'm a feelings. I'm a much better cook because of that. Because of it, yeah. yeah. Just step your game up. Now Emily we smells have, fish before she leaves we the store. We half stepping casseroles here. This ain't, <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> well, Mark, what do you got coming up, man? Uh. Getting ready for Wiener Fest. I got to right. cook a bunch of wieners Saturday. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about and that. You're taking the Swan Life train to Galax. With, yep. We're killer hogging it and y'all are Swan Life. We're going to go up there and have a good time. Hopefully, I want me one of them little fiddles or a banjo, either one. There but you go. There's a bunch of other people who want them too. That's all right. We're going to go get one. Somebody's going to get one. I'll have to stop by one at like the local like convenience store, gift shop. <laughs> I'm coming back with one they of do them. They have several music uh-huh. shops up there. Shell bought me a mandolin for my birthday one year up there. We got that. I learned to play it way home too a little bit. I'm looking forward to that one. Me and Brian's gonna go see Outlaw Fourth of July. Go do a little practice cook. Oh, yeah, up in uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Got to go get my sushi fix up there in Indianapolis. There you go. But other than that, that's about it. I think after this weekend, we'll kind of calm down till Galax. Do a couple more recipes. You're gonna be on the road a lot, Indiana, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and then Galax. Good so time. Eat up July. Yeah. Well, Mark, where can they find you? Y'all can find us at Swine Life BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Nope, not Twitter. Sorry, TikTok, <laughs> and of course YouTube. But and you know where to find smoke. us. Yeah, out to smoke too. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Wikipedia, really. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, MySpace. We don't have Wikipedia yet, Tyler. We need to work on that. <laughs> How can we get a Wikipedia page? 
<laughs> no, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. And if you're in the area, come see us at 496 Whitfield this Saturday from 11 to 2. Is that right, Shelly? 11 to 3. The, the hot dog eating contest is at 2. If okay. you want to do the guessing game for the hot dogs, that's going to be 11 to 12. From 12 to 2, we'll be eating as many hot dogs as you can handle. And tossing them and everything. Tossing right? them. Come get your wiener fix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're not in town, you want to see what we're doing, I'm sure, Tyler, you're going to have a lot of that streaming on different platforms. Absolutely. Facebook, probably. I'll probably live stream the competition for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So. Shell will probably do that because you'll be in it. So I'll just do the live stream from my angle. I'm going to wait and see the competition. I may sign up more than enough. <laughs> <laughs> see what see what the opponents look like. We're gonna like. need all hands on deck feeding these dogs to people. That's what <laughs> we have to come with trades. Might have dogs. some side bets. How many can Tyler get? All right. Well, without further ado, we gone. See y'all next time.